This is Tony Parker, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. It's a TV show for the weird competitions, not the song. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Gabe, Doyle, Tim, and Juan. <laughs> You know, you can do that quietly so your head doesn't pound, right? Uh, I know, I was trying. Were you, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're recording. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode champions. of Thinking Outside the Long Box. <laughs> that was really distracting and weird. I'm That's, Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And today we're going to be talking about the new Netflix show, We Are the Champions. Take In my head, I just one. replaced Bill Hedder and Will Rain, like, their their pictures, I, like, replaced them for some reason. Rain Wilson. Rain yeah, Wilson. It's, yeah, it's Rain Wilson. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought he looked like Bill Hedder in my brain. And then you called him <laughs> Will Rain. Yeah, I know. Will Rain. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. I feel that, bud. He's the, he's the part of this show that I think is good. The other part is just like silly shit humans do show, which I feel like there's been a ton of those. So I just don't really care. But he his commentary is fucking fantastic, though, as far as the show goes. The narration definitely makes it even better. I, I really dug it. I was waiting for Juan to explain about the show a little bit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, if not, I can look it up real quick. No, I got it here. Humans doing dumb shit. But it's amazing. Kind of. I mean, it's amazing nobody died on the show. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some moments. Dude, the the cheese wheel. Some of those yeah, people the... coming down like on their fucking necks, and I'm just like, <laughs> God damn, how are they you said... still alive? Dude, when some of those look like the fall from died. the hot rod. Like, those look like movie falls. Like, I was just yeah. like, that person has totally... Like, because they're like, ugh, ugh. Uh, like some of them they just keep going it's like video game like ragdoll effects <laughs> you would have to ragdoll to not kill yourself doing that though yes. it's it's like why only I the drunk person survives an accident yeah. like if you're Jesus. hammered you'd probably be okay if well it's were... like it's like the girl that's kind of like the main focus of that episode she talks about how rough it was the year she did it sober yeah She's like, I have to do this drunk. It's the only She's way like, to limp her up. <laughs> that episode was really good, and like the Pepper episode was interesting. And after that, I just I wasn't really that. And then they ended it with the Frog episode, which had some of his best commentary in it. But besides that, I just didn't care about the frogs. Yeah, there's not a real Wikipedia page, so We Are the Champions is a competition reality TV docuseries narrated by Rain Wilson. It was released on Netflix on November 17, 2020. It explores an array of unique competitions from the quirky to the bizarre and the and meet their passionate communities in the docuseries. Yeah, that sounds 100% what this movie or <laughs> show is about. And it's... So, <laughs> really okay. I liked it. I so liked it a I. lot. I did too. Um, the So I, like, unlike Doyle, like, and I understand Doyle not, you know, necessarily enjoying uh, 
these kind of movies like the or TV shows like the stupid human TV shows. But I find stuff like this really, really fascinating because I have hobbies that most people would probably think are really, really bizarre. Probably none of them are as dangerous as cheese rolling <laughs> uh, <laughs> or or having to dog dance for the pleasure of Vladimir Putin. Uh, <laughs> that episode but, was just uh, that episode was hard to sit through, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that was of uh, so. Let's let's go through it really quick. So the first episode is about cheese rolling, okay? Uh, which is a tradition in this one little English village where they roll a wheel of cheese down like this crazy steep hill, like it's a ridiculously steep hill, yeah. and like what, like thirty, forty people run attempt to run down the hill. Um, After not it. to catch the cheese, but just to see who gets to the bottom first. The cheese yeah. is like the is like the firing gun. It's not it's like, going like eighty miles an hour. Yes. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> I like at the very beginning the lady's like, if you have kids in the front row, don't like yeah. you, you know yeah. save them. They're gonna get killed by a cheese. They're like, where did they, the, where yeah. did this take place again? I forget. Uh, it's in England. It's some little town in England. I love how the cops were so like we could stop it, but we don't really care. <laughs> I like, like yeah, one, loads the of one people get like, injured every year, but we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they do the it to one themselves. Like, we're a vegan. We don't. We don't like it. It's uh, uh, Cooper's Hill uh, near Glock- Gloucester in England. <laughs> Good luck with that being correct, because <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> I love how like every person in the village too like really had no idea how it started but they all had a different story for it yeah yeah it's just like lost to legend it's amazing so so i know you're gonna go kind of episode by episode but i I wanted to say something first what what i really liked about this show that i think is different from a lot of hey stupid humans doing crazy shit is what i really like about uh um bruce campbell's version of uh Shit! What was it? Uh, Ripley's. 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 Is that is that you get a story behind everything that we're doing? You get to to hear uh, the history of things, and it's not just stupid people acting like idiots, you know. And I I, I really think that that there were, I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking about how they never really felt included or or uh, you know like they were a part of. I think it was the yo yo one actually. Until, you know, it, you, you get these groups of kids who they feel like outcasts and then you, you fit them in this in this area where everybody's doing the same shit and they're and they're applauded by people who who are in their same field. And I, I, I really, really like that about the series. It, it, it's is that it just isn't people doing dumb shit. You know, it's not just, hey, look at these weirdos. You know, it's more about inclusivity and more about let's, let's uh, you know, applaud these people who aren't just in the mainstream stuff, who it's, are in these communities. It's exclusive they're, and inclusive. Correct. <laughs> they're, they're taken seriously. Like, that. I think yeah. that's more than anything, is it's, it's not like, look at these idiots. It's look at this crazy thing that, like, normal people no, do, and that's fun. Yeah, I don't think it was idiots. I just think of these as, like, idiot things that, like, like everything in this is, like, a really weird thing to do. I'm, I do really weird shit, so I'm not opposed to people doing weird shit. It's just, like... That kind of TV show, I feel like the TV show has been made a lot in the past. Granted, like I said, the commentary is what sells it to me. But I thought exactly half of these episodes were like 
I just thought were kind of super boring. Maybe that's just my preference of like shit I don't care to watch. Like yo-yoing, I thought was dumb. The dog dancing, I thought was dumb. I love the, the yo-yoing hair, one because my son loves to yo-yo. So, so this is what's going to be interesting. Is I think yeah, we're all going to have. I think we're all going to have like very different opinions about each episode, I, except for the cheese rolling one, which is just fucking amazing <laughs> from start to start to finish. I was just, so, I was just so why do you think that is? Do you think it's because it's cheese? I think it's because it's, it's cool. Cheese. It's exciting. I think it's because it's people it's that it's are trend. like. I think Everyone it's people that are. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time I talk, Doyle talks. Because you're like slowed. I can't tell that you're going on my on my screen. He's gonna go on your screen here pretty soon. Doyle, you're first. I mean, Gabe, you're first. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think what makes the cheese rolling the most fascinating and like the most like easily accessible and funny is that it's people that are like putting their physical lives on the line like the, the fact that nobody's woefully fact, absurd like the fact that nobody has died doing this yet is incredible She's left, and the prize is the fucking cheese like and a plaque I think, was you, some, I think it was some cash too wasn't it wasn't it like no, a thousand bucks or cash. something no, that's the pepper one. Pepper that's episode. the pepper one. Oh shit! That never was, mind. That's... That was the one where I said, "Holy fuck!" All that pain, and you only get a thousand dollars. So, so let's move on. We all agree that the cheese rolling one is awesome. Let's talk about the chili eating sure, one, which awesome. is for sure the second best in in the series. Like those two episodes are super, also, super strong. Episodes. The second episode. Yeah. <laughs> so the chili eating one. I think is super fascinating, like looking at the different lives of like the people and like how they got to where they're at. But I also remember having that exact same thought when they're like, and you know, these two going up for the thousand dollar prize. I was like, fuck that. A thousand dollars. They pulled out that special pepper that he breeds at the end. They're like, this is the hottest fucking pepper on earth. (laughs) No fucking way is a thousand dollars enough money for that. Pepper. Absolutely so, not. Dude, so a thousand dollars isn't worth eating like the third hottest pepper <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so, so the the cheese roll one was my favorite one until this one, and this is because you're blowing until right into your two. mic, my friend. <laughs> and it's because I'm I'm a I'm a big pepperhead. I I I grow shit tons of peppers every year and I knew Ed Curry before he start before like they introduced him. I was like, "Oh fuck, that's Ed Curry." Like cuz I knew I, he he's the guy who came up with the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> yeah, he owns Pucker I know Butt. him. I did. So that's what I did. And so this was this was my favorite episode because of that because I know he's working on a bunch of other things that he has like I know about him and that's the, I was just like, "Yeah, cool. This one's for me." Are you are you just chugging a two liter of orange drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my crown royal moment, Doyle. <laughs> so I, I I was excited for that hammered, one. He's getting diabetes. <laughs> yeah, diabetes. <laughs> Don't steal my one, thunder one. I've I've seen Ed I've seen Ed Curry I've seen a ton of his videos where he literally walks through forests of his Carolina Reapers and is just grabbing them off of the lattices and just eating them as he's walking by because they have no effect on him anymore. That's insane. That 
I, I, think feel, I feel like just being in that room would be enough to like burn my eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone's when, eating a hot pepper, so you can at least relate a small way to that episode. Sure. Even right. if a jalapeno is the worst thing you've ever had, <laughs> you're like, fuck, fuck spicy food. Like, no, so Gabe, I don't want that. Gabe, do you remember a long time ago? I don't even know if you were there, but Higher is it Grounds still canon? did a jalapeno eating contest of pickled jalapenos. Yeah, I was there for that. Okay, well, I took part in that, I remember. And I think I got like 40 jalapenos in, and I didn't win. And the shit <laughs> that I took, I can still remember the pain. Was it in a bag? On that night. No, dude, I it was just fire from my didn't anus. Did Bashkoff win that by just like eating like 80 jalapenos or something insane? No, it was some girl. I don't oh. remember her name. Oh, no. It was I do remember Rufio that. and some girl were the last three. Right. And the girl won, but I don't remember who she was. I was but rooting for the girl to win. She's dead now. So was I in yeah. this show. Yeah. But then the I mean, Terminator that, just took her out. I think that one guy just doesn't have like a hot <laughs> like the hot receptors in his mouth it looked like. No. Like Mel he was completely unfazed <laughs> the entire time. Mel thinks that he might have the disorder where he like literally doesn't feel pain. Uh, which is like an actual medical disorder. And I kind of wonder that too, because he has zero fucking reaction from things even, that are like he fucking none, dude. He wasn't yeah, even Not even sweating, Doyle. Like, no, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, zero was... reaction. He's just like, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> and done. <laughs> yeah. Does that zero pain thing stop you from feeling like cramps in your stomach? Yeah. Or do you just feel like the physical sensation of the cramp? It just doesn't hurt. You feel a sensation. It just doesn't hurt. That guy shouldn't be allowed to compete. <laughs> and see, that's what Mel said. She felt like it was cheating. Like, I, I, but we don't know. There's no way to know. And I didn't bother to look him up. So it's like the runner who has like the crazy legs. Oh yeah, that turned out to be just better than regular legs. <laughs> or like, his legs, his legs don't produce like lactic acid or something. Yeah, so they he, has just like, don't, he has like metal U legs. Never Have get tired. Oh, oh, the tink, guy tink. with the yeah, tink, tink. but his, he can actually run faster because those legs are like better than regular legs at running. That's he's the. Oh. He, I think it's Tink Tink, right? I, I think that's who you're talking about. That's yeah, Kevin Hart did that joke. No, Cat it? Williams or Cat Williams. Yeah, I do yeah, want to go back faster. for. I do want to go back for like two seconds to the cheese rolling when they dropped the statistic that. They complete more than a hundred yards running down that hill faster than Usain Bolt goes. Like yeah. that's stupid. They're going way too fast, and one of them's gonna fucking kill themselves. And all of the other guys, just, like, oh, they're yeah. not running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the part that was crazy to me is it was just barely faster. Like it wasn't that much faster. No, but and it's still those fast. people can't even, and you can tell how. They were going so fast that they obviously couldn't keep up with it. That's why they were rolling down the hill <laughs> yeah. like crazy. Falling with style. Makes me uh, wonder if Usain Bolt could just run straight down it. <laughs> I wonder if you could just roll down it and beat everybody. Dude, like when some people start like losing it, like they do momentarily catch a lead. <laughs> yeah. It's just like they're so discombobulated by the time they get back up. They're like, oh, I fucking... You know, they've got EMTs surrounding them. Like, hey, buddy, are you okay? Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's let's move on to the. That was up only for like a split second. I couldn't even click on it. 
It's in the chat room. Yo-yos. L- no, the no? third episode is fantasy hairstyling. Oh, that's why. It's because that's my least favorite one. I fucking oh, didn't God, even remember I it was in this there. Episode. <laughs> the guy was the guy was called by God to do hairstyling, but not oh. to- the I, and I about. hate I hate how the guy that wins actually cheats. That really drives me nuts. <laughs> like, I, hated the, I hated this it episode so much. He didn't cheat because they had already changed the rule. He just hadn't read the rule book, so he didn't know. Also, but he, he was didn't... fully committing to cheating, though. <laughs> right. He was that's fully my pro- That's cheating. my problem. But, so, but again, he didn't win. The, the chick wants. Yeah, Merlandi <laughs> wins. I'm aware. I'm just. St- I'm just like that alone. Like really pissed me off about. This <laughs> so episode. his his character, like, like that guy was the shit for what he did previously in the episode. I'm gonna keep cutting you off. <laughs> he's he's awesome for his inclusivity at the very beginning, but he sucks by the end for cheating. <laughs> that guy. This is this is what I love about that guy. Like that guy, I legitimately don't think he knows anything about hairstyling, about fashion, about anything. I think that he saw a competition where he could go in and just be a crazy person and win money doing it and surrounded himself with a fuckload of people that know what they're doing and like kind of leans on them and relies on them to help him create stuff. And then he just puts himself out there as like this fucking genius. I don't think he knows anything about what he's doing. And I fucking love that about him. Like, I think he's bullshitting his way to the top of this like incredible competition. I, is it incredible, or is it just like nine people who enter it every year, and they're just like, it's the best? I so I love when people are overly passionate about something that is ridiculous, and yeah. the guy that the guy that runs it, like the one Bronner brother, when he talks about like the competition, yeah. the that guy way, does love it. The tell. way he talks about it sold i was sold from the very beginning it was something that i would want to go watch because it's so crazy like it's so ridiculous and like the thing that they're trying to accomplish is so ludicrous that it's there's it's just too entertaining to me i i love this episode but see so that's what was crazy to me was like the buildup of it and the way they talked about it i thought it was this like insane huge competition and then they get there and they're filming it there's like 200 people there tops and like five people competing and those five people competing it didn't seem like they did anything besides sign up to compete i don't show up yeah i I don't don't know if there was like a build-up to it or i mean there's probably a whole thing in it that they didn't show but i was just like this just seems like a weird thing that happens and they're like it's the biggest one and i was like is it the only one (laughs) like that, see, that I'm kind of curious about because I don't see that there's a lot of of call for that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it was the same thing, honestly, with the cheese rolling one, where they're like this guy dominates this and he's won every single one. I was like, he's the only one that looks like an athlete running down the hill. 
Like, I think everyone else looks like they're just, like, a drunk English dude. Oh, like, that's I'm amazing. I'm get this cheese. This guy's, like, 25, like, super in shape. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense why he's winning. Like, every year. <laughs> All the time. Just, just, but, just as an aside, the first season has an 80% critic score and a 100% audience score. I'm not I, surprised at that at I all. I understand that. That's awesome. It's just, to me, it's really episodes I felt were like really, it's just my personal. I felt were And I think. And the other three were great. So like, so there's definitely episodes that I think are stronger than other ones. Uh, okay. So let's move on to the fourth episode. Yo-yo. The yo-yo episode. So this episode, it wasn't like really my one of my favorite ones, but I did love the stories that it told about kind of like the two outsiders, like the one kid that was like really, really innovative, but not necessarily like great. And then like the young Mexican lady that was like competing in like the open division for the first time as like one of the only females I thought that was awesome. And it like really spoke to to what Juan was talking about, this idea that I didn't belong anywhere until I discovered Yo-Yo. And that's that's a cool feeling because I have found that feeling, too, in all of the things that I like. Oh, we love you, too, buddy. Gabe's yeah. literally in his room of things that he likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this you're watching the kingdom. YouTube stream. <laughs> Honestly, there is that. I mean, it's a good message for kids, but there is, being obviously an older nerd, there is something like that for everyone, which you just got to find it. You just got to sure. If you like something, there's a group of people that also love that thing. Too much. They love it too much, just like you do. (laughs) I I think the main thing what I pulled from that is exactly what you just said. You know, I I think that there's a lot of people out there, especially in these niche niche community of nerds, who tell the world, I want to be included, or I feel like I'm not included, and then they tear down the things where other people feel like they're included, like sports, (laughs) when it comes to football and basketball and shit. And I I hate that about our own community, is that we, we don't like... A lot of people, I don't want to say we like us four or me or whoever, but a lot of people don't like mainstream stuff so much that they tear those people down while at the same time being like, why can't I feel like I'm included in something? And that really bothers me about our the, the nerd culture slash community. I think because the nerd culture was, I mean, I'm not like justifying it because it's a shitty thing to do and I've probably done it, but it's because the nerd community was shit on for so many years. And they're like, Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, how is You're it not... okay for you to like, to like half sit on my culture all of the sudden when you were like fucking kicking me in the ass 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> now it's, all, it's everybody's culture. I mean, nope. technically I don't think that's ass. really true. <laughs> Still, I, I think there are still people who are just bandwagon. But I mean, that shouldn't matter to anyone, really. It shouldn't. Interesting. Yeah, that's the, that is the truth. Is like there are still absolutely a vast majority of people who like are you know you can look at the MCU as an example. They're not really giant comic book fans. They just love the movies, and that's totally fine. Like that should peop- be totally fine to exist. Th- those people are helping stand up the communities that we love. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's why I said it's like a totally fine thing to do. Um, but that's where I think the people's like hatred comes from. It 
I don't agree with it. But. It's just it's just tough because you want to you want to love those people who don't feel like they belong anywhere, you know. But sometimes those people are the exact people pointing the finger back at at you because you like something that's mainstream, you know. And it's sad to think about sometimes. Well, that's their group one haters. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a whole big bowl of haterade. Yeah, I hate a lot of stuff. Sorry. Yo-yos. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Doc yeah, dancing? Yo- yeah, so... Another, this, another shitty episode. episode? I didn't like this episode as much. The thing, <laughs> the thing that was the weirdest to me is that the group that they followed, uh, the, like the Russian ladies that are the dog dancers, they didn't seem like they did it because they loved doing it. It seemed like they did it because if they didn't, Mother Russia would murder them. Like, like the the government agent that came to make sure that they won and how Russia has dominated dog dancing. It's like, why? Like, why do you care, Russia? Like, yeah, you know who what? else? You know what other nations are trying to win dog dancing competitions? Fucking none of them. Like, nobody gives a shit. I don't know, bro. There's a whole fucking thing on USA every year about fucking dogs. No, that's not dog dancing. That's the Westminster Dog Show. (laughs) And lots and lots of people like that because they want to see cute dogs. (laughs) And, like, dogs do, like, agility tests and stuff like that. There is no dog dancing portion of the Westminster (laughs) Dog Show. Like, this... This speaking of a weird thing though, that's a weird thing too. Dog judging. Oh, for sure. We the watch- bitch isn't proper. Her the <laughs> bitch's haircut isn't proper. I love like, who gives a fuck. I love watching that because because it's hilarious how often they say the word bitch. It's <laughs> constant. <laughs> All right, a we, magnificent bitch. And like children, we all laugh our asses off at <laughs> it. <laughs> we didn't like dogs. What about uh, uh, frogs? So the frog jumping episode, I think, in general, was the least interesting episode. But summed up the show to me. So many people so passionate about what they're doing. In the end, defeated by an eleven-year-old who didn't. It try was that amazing. Hard. It was so cool. No, because they they talk they talk to him about the, they have a whole thing about this young kid about how they they have the big the big record and they've never been able to meet it and they haven't won since then. They have a whole thing about them too. He tried. He's just yeah. young. He, no, he didn't try it nearly as hard as the people who were well, like trying. They're adults. They're tryhards. <laughs> That's what I thought was just funny about it. It was just like. The kid was like, I got 13th place last year. I was really excited about it. <laughs> like, you could tell, like, yeah, he cares, but he, he cares because it's his thing that's going on around him. You know what I mean? I was like, community. yes, the kid won. Restored his family name. I feel bad for the guy who's about to put a shotgun in his mouth. He's like lost. Oh, or, yeah, that guy oh, seems God, pretty sad. He's never won ever. He's the organizer. <laughs> I know. You could, tell that, you could tell that guy was about ready to end his life. Like, <laughs> when that. When that frog like is jumping so well, then takes a side turn. He's like, just like oh. and you can tell it's because the guy's too old to stay on him. It took him too long to get up. The frog had time to turn around. Uh, like, oh, you're being beat out. It's too old. It's too too old to frog. So well, we've gone through we've gone through frog. every episode, and he's I would not say anymore. 
I would say in general, most of us liked at least half of the episodes. Yes. I, I give it a 75%. I, I, I yeah. enjoyed the series. So now here's the, the question. Would you watch a second season of this? Yes. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, this show is, like, in this weird place for me where it's only half good, but I have still recommended it to people. See, I'm like, that's kind of... I'm, I'm like, you should watch this. It's fucking weird. Some of it sucks, but the parts that shine, shine hard. Like, See, I'm... that's kind of where I'm at with it. <laughs> I, I, started, I started watching it before I recommended it to the show. I had seen, like, the first three episodes... And we were talking about what we should watch, and I did exactly what what you said, Tim. I was like, we should watch this show. Because yeah. it's so, it's strange, but it also, like, weirdly makes you feel connected to humanity. Because, like, there's these moments in every episode, at least for me, with the exception, I would say with the exception of the dog dancing one, because I have no experience with being a <laughs> puppet for the Russian state. But like, <laughs> like, like, did you they, vote last last time? Was yeah, game? I guess I did. Yeah, so you were totally a puppet of the. My Russian bad. State. My bad. I apparently I still am, according to or no. The QAnon, you definitely still are. You yeah, might. You, you, they might even accuse you of being dead. Oh, yes, yeah, true. I I would say though in every episode with the exception of the dog dancing episode there was a moment where I could like recognize myself like you know if I was really into yo-yos that would be me if I was really into fantasy hairstyling I'd be Terrence because I wouldn't know what the fuck I was doing <laughs> and just bullshit my way through the whole thing like if I was really into chili eating, I would want to be part of that competition. And if I lived in England, I would fucking run down that hill in a heartbeat when oh, I was damn yeah. I would when run. I was no, I would <laughs> run now. Oh, I would I run would now. Die. I would take like two steps and then break myself. <laughs> Look at Gabe, he's tumbling down the hill. I would finally wear my Gabe. bright pink T.O.T.O.B. polo <laughs> down that hill. Gabe, if either me or you did that, we would be endangering so many lives. <laughs> right. Not just your own. We would just trip and start rolling. You're like the like you're like the cheese. You're going like on. You're going at eighty miles an hour. Yeah. We surprisingly <laughs> we may win. We would just because we would never actually touch our feet to the ground. <laughs> we, would beat the, we would be the first people that beat the wheel of cheese <laughs> down the hill. <laughs> I, I, One of the things we didn't mention that I thought was funny, since this is coming back around the cheese episode because it was so great, they had like a rugby team at the bottom of the hill to, to catch, catch people. people. Yeah. Like, they needed somebody like so fucking strong and used to being like pounded by another person flying and at him. I didn't see them actually catch anyone. Most no, they're all just like, him. stop. Yeah. <laughs> so what a, I think is they're not going the, fast when they hit us. It was the way that they filmed them and the commentary that brought humanity to the TV show. Because I think if you put me in any of those situations, I'd be like, why the fuck am I here? Like, if I was at the frog competition, I'd be like, what is this bullshit? I wouldn't understand any, besides the pepper one, because like I said, everyone's eating a hot pepper, and it's kind of funny to watch these people destroy themselves. I think but, the cheese wheel one is pretty relatable, too, though, because everybody's fucking falling down hard. And you're high. Yeah. yeah. Those, are, those are the two. Those are the two that are like, 
they're a thing. The other ones, I don't know. This was like a definition of a background show to me, which is why I said I wasn't like that stoked about it. Like the first two episodes I was pretty into, and then the other episodes were just in the background while I was doing other shit. I didn't really care for him that I, much. I'd watch the second season because I like learning about different things. I like learning about different niche spots that I've I've never heard of. I you know, I happen to have heard about the cheese thing. I just didn't know anything about it. I know about peppers, you know, I, know, I still don't I, think we do one. No, I but I <laughs> <laughs> But I mean it, it's just it's cool to learn about these little pockets of humanity where people are are very into something that's not mainstream, that's different, that you don't hear about every day. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate any part of it. Like I liked the part that, like the frog episode where the families were like, you know, it was a family thing for them. Yeah. It's kind of like the podcast, like a friend thing for us. It's like a lot of this shit doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's equivalently as important as a frog competition, but whatever. But yeah, it, it's a good show. I'd watch a second step. the second season of it. It's just a nothing show to me. Is what I, I mean, like, I don't know. It's not like a, it's not like a thing. I don't know. I don't it, know how it to was, explain it. It was kind of, it was kind of a thing for me. Like it made me feel really good. Like I, 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 I like watching people be happy in the real world, like as opposed to in movies where I want to watch them like suffer and die and stuff. But like, <laughs> I just, I, there was Ouch. something there about was a lot this. Of, that, there was a lot of suffering in this show, I felt. Well, not like that kind of suffering, though. That was like <laughs> funny fall down suffering as opposed to like murder suffering. No, I meant like in the. Pepper episode, there was suffering. Ooh, yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> suffering there. But to be in the fair, frog episode, people... like I said, there were some people that they were putting on a happy face, but I can tell were so so sad. And a lot of episode, a lot of, of self inflicted suffering, though. Yes. <laughs> All right, Gabriel, take us out, my friend. Well, on on the note that I love suffering in the fake world, but not the real world. <laughs> Uh, be sure to check us out, TOTLB.com. That's where you can uh, find all of our social media uh, place places. I don't know. Sometimes I stumble over that moment. Uh, also, stumbles <laughs> over that moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> TOTLB.com, everybody. Just go there. YouTube.com oh, slash thinking outside the long box. Call us 970-573-6148. Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. He loved midgets, and that's why he died. Oh, shit. Be sure to give us, be sure <laughs> to give us a call. And, of course, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon.com slash TOTLB, where we have reviews of things that aren't on the shows. Uh, I talked last episode about how I'll probably talk about Amityville Vibrator. Uh, I will probably also talk about uh, some of the ARGs that I've been watching on YouTube. Maybe I'll talk about uh, Pizza Time Pizza, because that was a pretty good one. So, anyway... Uh, talk to you guys later. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Barron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.